0: Hello to all my autoimmune warriors. If you have found this podcast, that means that you do autoimmune disease differently. I am your host, Christy Burke. I am a nutritional therapy practitioner and a self-proclaimed AI warrior just like you. Let's get into the show. Just a disclaimer here. This show does not diagnose or treat or give out any medical advice. Any guests that we have on the show are simply stating their experience. Lee is a badass with alopecia. Alopecia is an autoimmune reaction that attacks the hair follicles. She was diagnosed about five years ago, but it has not slowed her down. She is a creative writer and a marketing strategist for creative entrepreneurs and personal brands. Two years ago, she made the challenging decision to embrace her baldness and has not looked back. She is passionate about sharing her story to inspire women of all types to feel beautiful no matter what. Welcome, Lee, to Autoimmune Warrior. Tell our audience where you are.
1: Yes, other side of the world. I'm in Australia, Sydney right now. And originally, I'm from Estonia, so a bit of a global citizen.
0: We're just really interested to hear your story. Recently in my area, we had a young woman that was in high school commit suicide because she was being bullied with alopecia. And it it's really important to me that we are teaching each other and learning about some of these things. So go ahead wherever you want to start is okay with us.
1: Yeah, maybe um, the very first, maybe I'll start, you know, how I first found out about alopecia, right? And we'll take it from there. So I was 14, actually. So the very first time I had alopecia was when I was 14. And, you know, it's a very, very gentle age when obviously you're very worried about your looks. And and then, yeah, I found, I mean, it was actually my mom. I was on the way to school and my mom found a bald patch on my head and i had never seen anything like that i'm like what is this like i knew that you know old guys can go bald grandfathers can go bald you know but not 14 year old girls so it was a shock so of course we went to a doctor and we found out that it's called alopecia reata so alopecias have different forms right the patchy alopecia is alopecia reata um and then um you can have alopecia uh, totalis, which means you lose all your hair from your scalp, and then alopecia universalis, which is um, all hair, all body hair, eyebrows, eyelashes, everything. And the likelihood of growing your hair back is much smaller. So, and of course, at the time, you know, it was it was very, very stressful for me as a 14-year-old girl, but I was able to still... I had that one big patch, but then I started losing also hair from the back of my neck and it was just spreading, but I was still able to hide it, right. Cover my, cover my hair and, uh, or cover, cover the patches with my hair. And, and somehow I didn't really share it with many people. I did. Obviously my parents tried to do anything they could to support me, but we didn't really like, it was weird, right? Like, Am I really going to lose all my hair? Um, I didn't see any psychologist or anyone like that at the time. I think it wasn't really a thing that, you know, mental health issues like no one. I was in Estonia back in the days, you know, it's like uh, I didn't really talk about uh, mental health issues or even that alopecia could impact me emotionally. Right. So it was kind of really keeping it in keeping it in and there was a lot of shame. So I feel people with alopecia can often carry shame around it, right? This feeling of being out of control. And then my hair, obviously, there was another (laughs) thing I was wearing. uh, I was um, uh, treating it, right? There's no cure for alopecia, but there are different treatments. So I was treating uh, alopecia with different creams and lotions, which meant that often I had just very greasy hair, um, which was also horrible. Um, But somehow my hair started to grow back and I think in a year's time or something like that, I had, you know, my hair grew back. So I did think that, oh, this is a, maybe it was a thing of a puberty and um, thing from the past. And I was just like, yeah, great, whatever. And didn't really talk about it even much. So few of my friends knew that I was going through that, but like my classmates had no idea actually.
0: Right. That was how long ago? What's the timeline? So I'm 35 right now. Okay.
1: So that was 11 years ago. Oh, oh my God, my math, 21 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I still want to be 25, but no, 35, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, five years ago, um, I started having, well, actually, before that already, I started around the age of 25, I started to have few patches here and there again but they were very small and I honestly didn't even pay much attention to it because I had this experience that my hair would grow back and it was going. you know few times I had bald patches again they grew back and I was like whatever it's just my body is doing whatever Mm -hmm. and I didn't pay any attention but then five years ago I had this one first bald patch again on my scalp And that didn't go away anymore. So, and it was just spreading and spreading and spreading. So it was um, second half of 2019 when I had lost probably like 70% of my hair, but I was still holding on to my hair, right? So I was, it looked like I had this thin ponytail and I was wearing like a scarf around my head. So again, people would have not known anything. And obviously I shared it this time. I shared it with my friends and my partner was just like an amazing support. Um, And that was for a very long time. I was actually in denial as well because I was still like, my hair is going to grow back, you know. It did happen last time. I'm not going to go bald. Um, But yeah, it did happen. So when I had 30% of hair left, I just um, decided to shave it off and embrace it. That's like a short version of it. Yeah.
0: They always say that stress can be a trigger, which stress is a component to a lot of terrible things. Do you know what those triggers were now looking back? So this is the trickiest part about alopecia
1: that there is actually, I have looked, So obviously, my own experience, I have analyzed it from every angle possible. I have really holistically looked at it, right? Because stress can also be disease for the body, right? Or stress can be, obviously, anxiety and depression or traumatic event that triggers alopecia. Um, and I've really been deep down the rabbit hole, uh, researching, reading different studies and when it comes to alopecia, it's one of the hardest thing is that no one really knows what causes it. Of course, it's an autoimmune response, right? So you're, like you said in the introduction, the, uh, your body is attacking the hair follicles. And um, that's how you lose hair. So there is something in the body. But of course, of course there are few things that are known that stress can be triggered, definitely. And not always. So... Environmental sometimes can be genetical. Um, and in my case It's really hard when I look back to my 14 year old self I definitely went through a lot of stress I was very much of that Perfectionist in school Wanted to have the best grades It was also a time when my sister Left home she went to university And we were very close so that was Really hard for me and my best Friend was in the hospital so when I Look back I'm like Definitely, there, were a lot of, there was a lot of stress in my life at the time. And then looking back five years uh, five years ago, a lot of changes in my life as well. I um, uh, left my relationship. I started a new relationship. I left countries twice. I, I moved to Australia. There was a lot of jobs as well, changing of the jobs. And there was just a lot of, lot of change at the same time. Um, and it's very possible that it could have played some role in it. Um, but always very hard to know exactly. Uh, and some people are born with it, right? They are just born with it, and they'll never have hair. Um, so it's very individual, I think. And some people find that there was an underlying health issue as well that kind of triggered the autoimmune response. Um, some people have been able to heal it with food, In my case, it didn't happen. I tried so many different things. I think the best has been to just like accept it and let it go. And now I do have some uh, hair regrowth. So we will see.
0: Which lessens the stress response. Yeah. Right? When you're just like, okay, it's fine. Totally. Sounds like you're very much like me where you can become obsessed and you dig in and (laughs) yes i like information
1: i also studied journalism so i'm like give me information like i need it, you know like oxygen um oh i tried a lot of things i always like to uh, look at things holistically so obviously i go and uh, see a doctor and also very first thing they always offer you is injections on your scalp um, and this was something that I knew I'm not going to go um, down that road because there are other things that can really, I mean, this is my opinion, of course, like this is not a medical advice. Right. Um, there are other things that can I really not, it's, it might not be good for your body in other ways. And I, for me, it was important that I am healthy. It's like, okay, I'd rather be bald and healthy than unhealthy and have my hair, yeah. right? so. So that was the decision I knew I'm not going to, and also a lot of people who have done that, they don't really have results or you are dependent on it. So you just have to keep going with the injections. And I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. So obviously some kind of ointments that you put on your head, uh, they're like cortisol based or topical creams, right? Um, I didn't have any luck with this, this time, this time I didn't have any luck with it. Um, and then I obviously saw naturopaths, right. I looked at my own how I'm eating, so I did a lot of different diets where I just cut down all the gluten there any any kind of you know food groups that could kind of be um some kind of aggressors mm-hmm. or or allergens right um I tried acupuncture because there was this clinic near my home. There, well, it wasn't near my home. Actually, I had to drive half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and you're
0: like, come to um, think of it, it was far away.
1: <laughs> I live in Australia, so you know, half an hour is next door. So, <laughs> um, I yeah, and that was because they did have some success with their patients because it's like uh, I guess. Uh, Uh, how it works is the blood flow, right? So acupuncture is kind of helping with the blood flow and is supposed to help your regrowth happening. Um, But yeah, I think I did it for two months and it was also very painful because sometimes when you're losing your hair, your scalp is very sensitive. So I remember twice a week I went there and I was just giving myself this pep talk every time. It's like, breathe in, it's going to be fine. It was very painful for me. So whenever someone says acupuncture, I'm like, no, please, I don't want it. (laughs) It's not supposed to be painful, by the way. That didn't work, unfortunately. And I guess that was really the moment for me when, because how I dealt with things, I was like, yeah, it's going to be fine. And that's how I am. I always try to look at things from the positive side. But then there's also that a bit of denial in it, right? Where I'm like, this is not happening. I'm not going to even go there. And I was at that acupuncture clinic and that um, man who was doing acupuncture to me, he was just saying to me at some point that, okay, like you really, I think we shouldn't continue with the treatment, uh, which was nice of him, you know, he could have just continued with it. And I think you should be, you should get ready for complete hair loss. And that, for me, was like that moment of reality when I was like, oh, my God, this is really happening. So from that moment, I really fell into this, like, depressive state um, and anxiety that I've never had in my life so um, so severe. Um, so it really was a really hard time for me to even work and operate as a normal human being. Um and I think it's important to understand when we talk about hair, hair, we think about, oh, this is so vain, right? Hair is just your looks. You are not, very often you are not sick, right? You can be completely healthy and still have alopecia. But I think it's important to also understand that really the meaning of hair in our society, like throughout different cultures, think about the Native Americans or hair is your power, right? It's the source of power. Um it's something we think about fertility, femininity. And my whole life I've been raised, you know, like, don't cut your hair. Like, long hair is something that women should have. You know, all this, like, I'm glad, like, these days we I think we have evolved more, right? Um, but when I was growing up, like, of course, all the Barbie dolls had long hair, you know. All the models had long hair. Like, that was something that... Um, something to be proud of. And it's that feeling of being out of control, right? So it's not only about your looks because a lot of people, and I looked great with bald head actually. I'm Luckily I had a good uh, good shape on my head. Um, but it, it's still, you know, some people look amazing. They look great yeah. when they have no hair, right? But it's not about looks. It's really about that feeling of being out of control. So you can't choose, right? It's not like you just shave off your hair and it's a different style, you don't have an option and you also don't know like what's going to happen. So I think a lot of people with autoimmune diseases can in general resonate with it.
0: Autoimmunity in general is very much like, like your body is doing that. Right. So it's very confusing because you're thinking, I don't want this, but it's your own body that's actually doing it. And then, you know, having to, not feel well or going through something like that and then, you know, seeking information on top of it. That's why the podcast is called Autoimmune Warrior.
1: Yeah. No, it's very true. Absolutely. It really is a path of warrior. Like I love that. Um, yeah. And you need to take a break from that rabbit hole, right? Um, and sometimes just even accept, you know, that this is this is what is happening. And I think that was the best part when I realized I need to dig, you know, need to stop digging for information as well. Um, and then, of course, something new comes along. You can try again. And and I think for me, it was important that I really accept it. And then, you know, everything that else that came with it was like a bonus. Like if I find out about another thing I could try, like great. But um, yeah, obviously people want to sell you all kinds of like, you know, creams, it's like, you know, this will change your life. And, or sometimes people give you uh, unsolicited advice because obviously they mean well, but they've heard that, you know, someone's uh, father, you know, was able to get, you know, get their ball. I'm like, this is not the same. Alopecia is a very different disease than androgenic uh, alopecia, right? So it's, uh, but of course people mean well, you know. (laughs) Or it's like, oh, you have stress, right? People often think that yes, because normally, if you don't have alopecia, when we are in a, having uh, going through severe stress, we will ha- we will lose hair, right? So people always think that uh, this is the reason for alopecia as well. I just stay calm, you know. I'm Like I am fucking calm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, or people think, of course, when they see you walking on the street, they think you have cancer, right? So that's, uh, that was very hard for me once I had even um, some random old man stopped me on the street and asked, like, because I was wearing a scarf, and he was asking me if I have cancer. So that was very... Uh, Invasive? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, uh, no, but are you a dickhead? Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay, so sorry for all these bad words that I'm. Oh no, I can just
0: mark it explicit. Move on with my day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Good. Um, So tell us about your hair now, because you're actually not um, rocking bald head right now. I know, I have a little, Ooh. I don't know what to call it, ponytail perhaps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yes, so my I was bald for like a completely, I mean, I always had a little bit of hair, um, hair as well, right? Like I said, alopecia rata, my alopecia was in patches. So, but I was never able to grow it out. I would just look really weird. So I shaved it off. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, I was like that for a year. And then I noticed, oh, I'm starting to have more regrowth. Like I can see it. So I just thought like, I'm going to let it grow and see what's going to happen. And of course, I started to have this white hair, which um, a lot of, uh, it's like a loss of pigment that often comes when you, when you grow new hair, like it's alopecia hair, so to speak. Um, and it's supposed to be, uh, go back in a couple of months or whatever, return to your old color, but it hasn't happened in my case. Uh, people think I spend a lot of money on, uh, on my hairdresser to get the blonde or whatever. It, it looks hair, awesome. No, nature gave it to me, you know, <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah. And then I noticed that, oh my God, um, I look, it looks like my hair might be growing back. Um, So this has been now maybe a year and a half of regrowth. I definitely don't have my old, normal hair still. It's very thin. Um, I do have, like, it's not, like, full head. Um, But I'm like, you know, let's see how it goes. Um, And, yeah, like I said, alopecia is a very uncertain disease because sometimes hair can grow back completely. Then you can lose them again. You can lose your eyebrows. You can lose your eyelashes. So...
0: It's just a wild ride. So, I mean, that's got to be really unnerving also to like one day be doing your hair and it starts falling out.
1: Yes. And shower, right? That's where you see when you're having shower, there's like so many, Yeah. Like it's crazy, you know? Um, Yeah. And I always said like that feeling, feeling the wind in your hair, like for me for a long time, it was like. Can I have that feeling again? So there's normal things mm-hmm. you don't even think about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, you do uh, save a lot of money from shampoo and <laughs> not there having to use it. Look,
0: look at that positive side, huh? <laughs> Of
1: course, always. Yeah.
0: And that's all for today's show. Thank you for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and recommend to a friend. If you would like more information, please visit aiwarriorpodcast.com or burkspharmacy.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Berks Pharmacy. That's B-U-R-K-S-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. And until next time, be kind to yourself.